What's happening, you guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Style Sessions. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is Jeremy Reed. We are a podcast dedicated to helping you cultivate your own personal individual style. Today, we have guests yes. in the studio. Very lucky to have guests. Uh, Very excited. We, we've... Got some big news coming down the pipeline anyways that we, you know, we're going to have some branded coffee. But to talk a little more coffee, we have a couple local business owners here, um, Mitch and Tristan from CXT. Please introduce yourselves, guys, and, and we'll jump right in. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. This is Mitch. I'm the CEO of CXT Roasting Company. And uh, I'm Tristan. I do all of the roasting of the coffee at uh, CXT Roasting Company. Very cool. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, happy to see everybody here. I know we've kind of just getting going, you know, meeting everybody uh, last few weeks or something. It's been fun kind of getting to know each other. Um, you know, sometimes we always, and, I, and I, I always do this, like when I'm with Aaron, I always talk about his outfit, but I have to start with Tristan here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I love it, man. No, I love it. I'm here for it. I mean, I got a fun shirt on too, yeah, but, you do. but yeah. I love your shirt and your, your little vibe going on here. Tell us what you're wearing today. What is that? What are those? Are those zebras? Are they ti- yeah. no, they're tigers? What are those? We got a little bit of everything. We got a tiger. We got a leopard on here. Um, I think there's a zebra yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, it's just one of my, my fun shirts that I wear. That's uh, I'm very much into animals. And okay. I got a few yeah. animal tattoos as well. And uh, cheetahs are one of my favorite animals. So it's it's a good shirt. It's a it's a comfy shirt. You know, it's one that uh, uh, is very vibrant. And, I mean, I tend to get a lot of compliments on it as well. So it's a, it's a good feeling shirt. You it's know, a cool shirt. I like when that. you're feeling yeah. good, yeah. You, you have a go-to shirt. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I do the air tie because that's just something I've done for yeah, I, and I love that, and I do want to dive into that a little later on. I, yeah. I obviously, I see Mitch has got a nice crew neck sweater on over there, a little like waffle knit, it looks like from oh, here, a little yeah. light lighting so so, but a um, little comfy, comfy look, which I appreciate. Uh, nice fall day out there today. Yeah. yeah, I have a hard time gauging how I'm going to be throughout the, the day because the temperature changes so much here in <laughs> Illinois. Yeah. Right. You say that. I saw the thing the other day, like, and I'm sure we've all seen this, right? The the Facebook or social media meme where it's like, you know, Illinois at like 5 a.m. It's winter and then it's spring. You know, like we yeah. have all four seasons in one day type of feeling. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think that'll be today and tomorrow, honestly. Yeah, definitely. For so. sure. And you got your denim shirt on? Yeah, I got it. I'm rocking the denim shirt. I got some, love some olive chinos. I know. I, I mean, ever since you were in here, you, you got that stant shirt. And I'm just like... <laughs> I really, I want to order one now. I'm like yeah. this close to ordering one. Yeah, so. I'm stoked. I'm really excited about that. It's, it's kind awesome. of a neat thing, though, talking about denim is is how that's like re, um, the shirt and the jackets, the like the trucker denim jackets and mm-hmm. all that stuff has been like a reemergence. Like so, so I'm I'm probably the oldest one here. I'm 41 right now, and I remember like back when I was in, in like the junior highs and the you know. Like that was that was a thing. Like I had a denim jacket. Like I rocked oh, yeah. a denim jacket, mm-hmm. right? You know, and I never thought like I would catch it on the second time around. Do you know what I mean? Or, or whatever <laughs> number we're, or whatever number we're on, right? Like whatever number we're on here. But it's always kind of neat to see it. But yeah, denim has made a huge comeback. Like a huge in the in the in the shirt and upper upper mm-hmm. torso wear. So, but yeah. So I mean, obviously, love we love clothes, and I, I mean, I think you guys you know do too, but. Um, we also love coffee, and I kind of want to just get a little a little background for for some of the folks that possibly listen to us that don't know you guys yet. I know you guys are pretty well known. Um, give us a little origin story of how how you guys came about, how long you've been doing it. Just what was the inspiration to get going into craft coffee? 
Uh, well, for me, <laughs> it was experiencing like the specialty coffee for like the first time in like a Chemex. You know, it, a Chemex is a pour over system that's an all inclusive. Like you put a filter in it, you put the coffee in it, and then you pour water over top of it. Um, that was like it was it was amazing to experience that first cup. Um, very smooth, like clean cup. You know, you could really taste the flavors of it, and that's something that really inspired me to dive more into coffee and what. Um, is included in that in that process and it's very meditative process as well of you know grinding the coffee weighing it um, heating up your water pouring it over the top it's like as as simple as that it was very uh, a nice process that was just able to like reset everything in your morning and get it all started Um, so that's something that really inspired me to dive more into coffee Um, and it started bringing home different coffees to try with the family and um, that's something we do as a family is sit around and, and make coffee and talk about whatever, um, whatever's happening in the day or in the past, um, or the future. And so that's kind of how it started it was, you know, trying different coffees. Uh, it was like around Easter time that we really were sitting together and I'm sitting there hand grinding coffee, you know, for everyone. <laughs> we're like kind of inspired or we want to do something together as a family. Sure. And we were just like, what What can we possibly do? And I'm like literally in the kitchen, you know, there's an extension going on and I'm just like grinding it. So you're hearing me like tug away at this thing. And then, uh, yeah, it just Kelly, our mother, started to uh, mention that she wanted to open up like a coffee roasting company or like a cafe. And it yeah. was one of those things of, oh, really? Like, what? We were cool. very intrigued by it. <laughs> yeah, we, we were kind of have that entrepreneurial spirit in our family in general and like our mother for example had a bunch of different little home businesses and stuff throughout the years while she was raising us and kind of one of those things where like she had this dream of opening a roasting company but not really feasible with three young boys at the time sure so, of course yeah when that kind of came to light we're like well how much could like a roaster be like honestly yeah and well like, <laughs> that's a surprising number though yeah. I, I know some guys it's a surprising number <laughs> like, well it's not a lawnmower let's put it that point so yeah we were kind of like ooh, yeah it was crazy so we're like well, maybe we'll start off like roasting as a hobby sure so we bought like a like a one uh, pound roaster from taiwan i think we like paid a maybe a like a 1500 bucks for it or something like that but we started roasting in the garage just had a hobby and it was one of those things where we're like oh well we can start selling it online because we started getting people being like oh can you roast me some and whatever and it's like turns out you can't really do that the health department's kind of like like wait a minute maybe you shouldn't sell a food product out of your garage yeah you know? like, can we come check your garage out and make sure it's uh yeah food safe yeah <laughs> That's probably the one point where the company almost died because it was sure. kind of like, are we going to go through the hassle of putting in a commercial kitchen in our house or mm-hmm. like... Right, the regulation side. So I'm exactly. sure there's a lot, definitely, with the food business side of it. Well, yeah. the cottage license didn't really exist, right? It, it like existed, now. but it didn't cover coffee. So it was kind of oh. like... And I think it does now because sure. this sort of like home roasting has become more of a, a trending thing. I would say it's definitely been a trend. And, and we kind of talked off air a little bit about... Um, us being like a men's boutique or, you know, specialty store, like we like to call it a better men's shop. And I would essentially say that's kind of what I think of you guys as a better coffee shop. Like, obviously, we see the chains out there. We see the Starbucks and the Dunkins and the Gloria Jeans and all that. And they're fine in their own right. I mean, that's fine. But I think we've seen a huge explosion. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously, you guys are in the business. But I feel like there's been a huge explosion of very specialty coffee styles. 
I would agree with that. And I think totally. it kind of reflects what your guys' business is doing as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we're seeing basically in the coffee industry is kind of probably brought about by two or three different little things going on. One, you've got like sort of the explosion of the chains and they're kind of focused on cost. So you start to see quality divergence mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is the flip side of that, where you're starting to see a lot more higher quality coffee come to the United States in greater quantities. So you're not really having to go seek out like this extremely high quality stuff from the big cities. You can actually kind of get this raw product at a reasonable level in a lot more areas. And everyone likes fresh product. I mean, bakery stuff next door always tastes better than the stuff that you get in the grocery store. And that's Mm, kind of what's happening with coffee. The other thing is probably just equipment developments and roasting technologies that are becoming a lot more accessible and affordable to even just home roasters. You've got machines out there where you can roast your, your own coffee for, you know, hundred grams a day of whatever you need for that day. And it's probably like two, $3,000, which is still a lot of money, but compared to what you would have had <laughs> right. to pay even five, six years ago, mm-hmm. it's becoming a lot more accessible. So really it comes down to knowing um, what you're doing and actually having the science and then, and the knowledge behind roasting, which is kind of where Tristan comes into this because He's dedicated the last basically six years of his life to perfecting that craft <laughs> and, and getting a lot of industry experience with the Coffee Roasters Guild and whatnot. So, Sure. That's cool. Yeah. It's, I, it's, 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 it's just a whole, like, thing that's, like, you don't really think about. You know what I mean? Like, as a, as a you know, person who – I'm not, like, a like a coffee fanatic or, or, or whatever, but, like, drink coffee every day. But it's like it's the, the that type of stuff you don't really think about. You know, you kind of take advantage of when you go to like a Dunkin' or 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 Starbucks or something right. like that. You know what I mean? It's kind of cool. It's really it's been really interesting meeting you guys and getting to know you guys and learning all this stuff. It's just kind of have a, a new love for for coffee all over. Again. Well, it's like eye opening yeah. too, right? Where yeah. like you don't realize where the coffee comes from and like how many hands yeah. it touches to even like get to say us the roasters. You know, it's like imported yeah. and exported and. Um, grown by farmers and then it's going through all these processes to get you know stripped from the fruit and then dried and mm-hmm. then fermented things like that and then it's just it's amazing to see and you don't know until you really dive into something and much like many craft items even just like craft beers these days yeah and i was, I was gonna say there's a there's a, a great parallel mm-hmm. in my mind between the, the craft beer or the wines you know the specialty wines all that um, because you see a lot of the same, like I don't, I, don't, I would say notes. You're, you're tasting things; they're they're bringing out different flavors, but they all have a very similar process. I mean, it is a oh, it's yeah. not just something you just do; like it's a process, and it's a precise process. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, kind of talked about the top of the show there, where obviously the pour the pour over is one of the best ways to taste coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, for people that haven't tried it, that. I do personally love like a pressed coffee, like a, you know, something like that. But the pour over is one of the best and purest ways to taste coffee in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. So it's pretty, pretty amazing, honestly. And obviously we're very appreciative. Speaking of, we do have some coffee today. What are we drinking? What am I drinking? Yeah. I guess I got, I got a cold <laughs> brew, but well, let's tell the listeners what I'm drinking and I'm sure we can get it over at the place, uh, your guys' place, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what we're doing is, uh, what we're drinking is a cold brew. Um, it's an Ethiopia natural Sadamo process. So basically, um, the coffee is plucked from the tree. It's a cherry and it's dried with the fruit. So you get a lot of that mucilage, like fermenty kind of. Um, more sweet flavor notes from a, sure. a natural process. So, and then it being an Ethiopia coffee, they generally have a little more sweet blueberry, like strawberry notes. Um, for this specific one, we get a lot of like black currant out of this one. 
And then being a cold brew, we brew it in our, um, it takes, uh, you take your, your coffee ground and we have a sprayer that sprays over the bed of coffee for about like three, four hours. Um, and it's a cold water. So it's a little high extraction rate, um, ratio. Um, so then you, you brew a concentrate and then you're able to dilute it down to whatever you want to be. Um, your flavor profile. Sure. So we typically do like a TDS of like 1.8, 1.9. So it is a little bit stronger um, than other cold brews, but it's a nice balance between that. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I absolutely love the taste. I do get a dark chocolate taste. Is that mm-hmm. true? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I do get a dark chocolate taste yeah. in mine, which oh, yeah. I love. I think it's great. It's a delightful coffee. Yeah. Second cup I've had uh, in the last like couple days. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was... Um, I don't know where were you where were you had not didn't know yet me just keep me going yeah. okay <laughs> me yeah, keep man. going go ahead uh, I'm the sound engineer today I'm so. sound engineer today he says <laughs> um, you know something I I mean I, and I I obviously we want to loop back over to us here in a minute but I did have one other thing because this is always a question I get um, in my business so you guys have been doing this for six years now right mm-hmm. officially like full on doing it for six years what. And maybe you know, maybe you don't. But what are your goals? I mean, is it is it a regional chain? Is it a national? Is it just staying where you are, just in Peoria? I mean, where, where's do you do you have a long term plan? Like, what's the five, ten, fifteen year plan? Do we know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mitch, what, do you, yeah, what do you got, uh, Mitch? What's up? Like, well, I just roast the coffee. <laughs> I just make coffee, man. Right, leave me alone. Get out. Right. Next question. <laughs> I think just as a company, our mission is obviously to bring great coffee to as many people as we can. Sure. I think that translates a lot to commercial success. And so we'd like to expand our company in a lot of different sorts of avenues and ways. One of the ones that's been obviously really important lately is the online sales and and subscription type services. We're seeing a lot of like boutique coffee shops like us start to offer this kind of thing online. It kind of got me wondering even about like clothing and stuff too, because you're competing with these department stores that are now under a lot of pressure with reduced foot traffic and yep. whatnot. And so, I mean, if you're looking for the customer service and actual like great recommendations and things like that, I think the boutique style cafes are going to kind of make a, a revergent re- resurgence as well as like with boutique shopping and yep. whatnot. Yep. So I, I think we're really interested in doing a few more brick and mortars, probably regionally to start. Sure. You know, we'd love to, this is a, your best way to showcase your product is like, hey, try it in our shop, kind of see what we're about as a company and yep. how we treat our customers and our, our employees and whatnot and how we approach coffee because it's very different from some of the change you might know. That being said, you know, I'm not, we're, I don't think our goal is to become the next Starbucks. We're not. Sure. Uh, <laughs> we're definitely what I like to uh, call like a lifestyle company where we try yep. to make sure that everyone has a great means of living that we're all kind of happy in creating like an environment that people want to work at, that people feel comfortable in our shops. And a lot of times that is at the expense of maybe getting every single percentage of profit. Sure. You know, so it's, it's a balance that we try to strike. Obviously we like to be successful and um, we have other interests we want to pursue outside of coffee that require eating out stuff yeah. like that yeah. buying nice clothing you know yeah. so sure there are there are things that that but yeah i think it's a great question we were definitely trying to improve our wholesale side of things too where we start yeah. to uh, contract and roast for other companies um and you know that's that's one way to a great way to scale in my opinion yeah we'll see if that translates yeah of course obviously i mean it, it sounds 
I'm reminiscent to what we do, yeah. right? I mean, because yeah. we, we, we are really, we've had subscription-based clothing um, for the entirety, but we've kind of reworked that a little bit to make it a little more um, manageable for our consumers to, to obtain. Um, Is that something that's like, going to continue because i feel like for a hot minute there there was tons of yes subscription right clothing like the stitch things. fix yeah. the, the whatever no, box the technical difficulties never um amazing. yeah the camera shuts <laughs> off so, so everybody it's watching it's all right own. we're here we're, we're still here it's fine i'll put some b-roll over it yeah too. we'll put some coffee shots of pouring coffee in there yeah. um but yeah there was a boatload of them for a long time of like really heavy subscription based things which i feel like i was really on the front side of it, and some people really love the idea of it. Now, same concept that you just said about your coffee. Sometimes you have to come into the store to experience. So our brick and mortars, if anything, end up feeding our subscription side almost. Mm. Um, it did it again, Aaron. Um, so, but it... it, 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 it <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but the, the subscription side is fed by our brick and mortar a lot of times. It's just simply because... Um, Clothes you have to try on, you have to touch, you have to feel, you have to put on. Same with coffee, you gotta taste it. You can't just be like, oh yeah, just send me that one. It sounds like I've had an Ethiopian before, they all taste the same. Well, they don't all taste the same, and shirts don't all fit the same. So, same thing as our brick and mortars drive to our subscription side. Now, I've seen subscriptions kind of up and down, and I think at the end of it, if you can find guys that are willing to, to do it, and you take out the stress of having to come in and they know it's going to fit, then it works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the grab bag stuff from like some of the Stitch, I don't use Stitch Fix because it's a nationally known company. You know, they, they just, they curate a bunch of brands and they just go, here, try this. If you don't like it, send it back. I think that style, I mean, I, I don't think people want to send things back. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's yeah. just, it's, it's annoying. It's a, it's a yeah. process nobody wants to do. So, we're trying to isolate it more. So like Saks Underwear is one of our most popular brands, you know, and, and if you guys haven't got into one of those and tried, you know, that brand or Incredible. not. It's amazing, <laughs> yeah, right? It's life-changing. Yeah. Right, they are. They're life-changing, right? But, but so that's something that we can say, okay, hey, you know what you like. Yeah. 100% know what you like. And the odds are you don't really care what prints on them. Like to some degree, maybe, but like... Yeah. How many people are usually seeing you in your underpants? You know what I mean? Like, it's a low number of folks, right? That's my neighbors. That's no, <laughs> <laughs> my neighbors. We don't believe in blinds. But, but, but your neighbors already have seen it. <laughs> They're not going to care if you're wearing, uh, you know, mustache underwear. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to think, oh, that's, that's new. I'm glad Mitch well, put Mitch, those on. Mitch has popcorns on his underwear. We're going from the lighthouse. Uh, is that popcorn over there? That's great. I love it. You know, the designs are for me. Right. So, but the point is, is that we could just say, hey, like, you know, hey, I want this style, and we just send them one pair a month, that makes a lot more sense to a lot of our consumers because they know it's going to work for them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's kind of where we're positioning. But I think the th- same thing would work for you guys in the coffee. Like, hey, I know what coffee I like, and I know I drink one bag a month. Just continue to send it to me because I don't want – you know, like I'm my – fi- my fiancé and I, we are we do it with our groceries, like just our ordinary groceries. You know, we go through a company uh, called Hungry Root. It's like a grocery delivery service, right? Um, and, and they send it in recipe format. Like, hey, here's the stuff you need for that recipe. I hate going to the grocery store. Mm. Freaking hate it. Yeah. I would much rather you send me my stuff. I unpack it. I put it in my refrigerator. And I, I have food for the week. You yeah. know, like that's just so. But it's stuff that I know I want. You know what right. I mean? It's not just like, well, I might want that. So I think that's the big thing is being able to, to really precisely pick out what people want. 
And, and do you find with those like subscription ideas or concepts that people develop more of a, like a sense of style? Like, do you feel like there's a lot of men out there that don't really know how to like, dress themselves and by um. <laughs> incorporating one of those like subscription services that like allows them to like learn more about it or, or care yeah. more per se? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, <laughs> in my experience, uh, most dudes that come in here, they don't know wh- yeah. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they come here, you know. Um, Feeling kind of called out. But. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I'm not looking at anyone specific, Mitch. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, but seriously, like most guys that come in here, they don't, they don't, they, they have no idea. Right. You know what I mean? They just don't. And like, and, and I think a lot of that is because either a their spouse is the one who's usually shopping for them. Or they, you know, sh- have shopped at like Kohl's or or JCPenney yep. or Bergner's or something like that, and it's so overwhelming. We've talked about this before. We, we've talked. It's about so it. overwhelming. Like, you go into Kohl's. Like I don't know if you guys have been to Kohl's in the last five oh years. Oh my god, it's uh, awful. Like it is yeah. seriously. Like you can't get anything out of the freaking rack because it's so jam packed with stuff, and you're like. I have to try all this on. Cool. That's and that's awesome. I guess I'm gonna spend, spend my whole day here to kind of further that point. We we had a we had another um, episode where we talked about this in depth a little bit, but there's obviously been like a disjunction for the men's um, clothing world or dressing style world. You know, specifically because of that, because of frustration, a level of frustration that consumers, mainly the male consumer endures to, to buy an outfit or to buy, you know, whatever it is. If it's fit, if it's size, or if it's just not knowing what the hell to do, like, it's happened decades ago, and it's kind of just perpetuated itself where it's gotten worse, worse, and worse, where, where they just don't give a damn. I mean, let's be fair. Like, there's a lot of guys that just don't give a damn, and, and that's okay. But then when they get put into a situation where they have to because they're going on a date, they're going to a wedding, they're going to a job interview, yeah. they're going all that, then they're like, oh, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. You yeah. know, I was never I, I don't know explained how to... <laughs> All I have is Miller Lite t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. All I got is a free Miller Lite t-shirt. What do I do? You know? Um, so that's definitely an issue, right? But, like, to your point, yes. Yeah. I mean, the subscription part definitely does it. We actually have um, the ability and the service. So, like, we are, we're usually, and it's, it's a process, I'm sure, just for, like, every other business out there, right, where we struggle with it. But we really try to capture people's name and phone number, not so much to where we can, like, bother them or harass them or anything like that, but we can keep a virtual closet. So, right. I'll, you know, I'll say, okay, hey, Mitch, I sold you a maroon shirt the other day, which, you know, you're wearing or whatever, and it's great. When we get a new product in that works with that, I can be like, hey, I know you have this shirt. Try these pants with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um because here's here's something maybe you guys have seen or encountered, and we do it all the time. Aaron and I'll do it. We'll we'll plan. A guy comes in and says, "Hey, I got a, a we'll say weddings. You know, I need an outfit for the rehearsal dinner. I, my you know my wife's in it, so I need to dress up there, and then I need an outfit for the wedding. So we'll plan an outfit. So this is yeah, this is yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, this is a hot topic, right? This is right on. You know, your next month, right? Yeah. Um. So we'll say, okay, let's plan you an outfit, and we'll so we'll build an outfit for Friday night. And we'll build an outfit for Saturday, which is great, awesome. But in our minds, we built those outfits. And then we went, okay, these pants will work with that shirt and vice versa. So we're like, oh, there's there's six outfits here. Like, we just built six outfits by selling you mm. essentially two pairs of pants, two shirts, and, you know, two outer layer pieces. You know what I mean? Like, there's six outfits now. Yeah. I will not, 
I, I just can't tell you the number of times that I will go out to like the local restaurants and I will see the guy that I saw in the store. I'll say, hey, you know, wear this, blah, blah, blah. I will see him four Fridays, consecutive Fridays in a row. He's got the same exact outfit on every Friday. Mm. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> huh. He didn't know that you could interchange those parts, you yeah. know, like yeah. now we try to figure out ways to make that easier. You know, yeah. we, you know, we've came out with something called a capsule collection. Yeah where we try to get all those pieces and we really explain that they all interchange. If you buy this, it has that tag on it, wear it with something else with that tag and you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, you try to make things simple. But the subscription thing definitely helps because mm -hmm. a lot of times we, we plan outfits in each package, but then it's like, well, hey, they have this already. Let's, let's plan something that'll work for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it doesn't always work because... <laughs> Guys are creatures of habit. Yeah. They're creatures you know I mean? of habit. Like, they're just really Hey, the are. guy at the store told me this outfit works together. Like this shirt, this okay. pants work together. That's I'll what I'm going to wear. wear. Like, I'm going to wear it. I love it, okay. you know. Um, you know, so people don't venture out sometimes. Yeah. But. You get too comfortable. Yeah. Man. That's kind of cool, though. And I really like that idea. You know, I'm always one that's hesitant to, like, give information to, like, DSW and yeah. stuff. You know, it's like, how come I can't buy something without giving you my email? Sure. But when it comes to, like, boutique locations, it's like... I don't know. There's just something different about More like locally owned. Like, yeah. Right. It's like, say. hey, this is a guy yeah. here. He's a normal yeah. guy. I'm yeah. not giving it to, you know, whoever that's going <laughs> to yeah. sell my information to this credit <laughs> thing over here. You know, I'll get 43 phone calls about my car warranty expiring. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> cool. Like, all right, I'm moving on on that, you know. But, but that's, you know, that's one of the things that we try to do is that we try to keep a catalog of each customer, essentially, to where we can say, oh, this, this will work for you or that. And, and it also gives us information because we can see um, what a guy returns. You know yeah. what I mean? Some, yeah. Sometimes, I, I mean, I, I'll, mm. I'll pull something that I think there's no way this guy is going to go for this, right? You know, like on purpose, though. Like I want to push his limits. I want to yeah. push him past what he thinks he'll wear. And if he's at home and he tries it on, all it takes is his wife or something to be like, oh, that looks really nice on. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna wear it's it. Like, oh, mm -hmm. wow, really? Okay. Like yeah. I wasn't sure. I didn't think I was gonna wear yeah. this, but I'm gonna wear it now. You know. So yeah. sometimes it's just that where you wouldn't try it on in the store because yeah. you're like, what's the? We, we had this conversation off air. You know, like, oh, that's kind of you know what I mean. Because sometimes you do put them on and they, <laughs> you're like, nope, yeah. this isn't me, right? This is wrong. But sometimes you're surprised yourself. Yeah. So yeah. that's gotta, another benefit you of push it. yourself. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you got to. You need that little push. Or somebody, yeah, someone else yeah. has to do it. So. um yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where that all goes for us, you know, like, so subscription does, it does help style get changed, but spe but speaking of style, Aaron and I have had this conversation on air a handful of times, um, so I like to ask this, and I'll get an answer from both of you, so when you're building an outfit, if it's, and we can say it's just going out for a cup of coffee or a coffee date or something like that just to hang out, you know, or, or it can be a dinner, <clears throat> do you have a an item of clothing that you build your outfit off of. Like, so now I'll give an example. I know I asked Aaron this and his is his shoes. Like he'll pick a pair of shoes out and then I'm going to build an outfit from it. Where do you guys start when building outfits? Huh, that's a great question. Okay. I, I would say, uh, <laughs> I talked to the guy down at the store. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it changes a little bit throughout the season, but um, usually it's, I'll start with, you know, it kind of is based on one article. Like, I just have in my head, I'm going to wear this shirt today. Sure. So yeah. it's like, what pants do I have that kind of look good with that? What shoes am I, like, trying to wear that I think? Well, we have, like, kind of a unique, um, not maybe not unique, but 
we have the kind of thing where I could be sitting in an office in a meeting all day, uh-huh. or I could be moving pallets of coffee. So right, I sure. Kind of, so you need function I, as long as style. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. that's sometimes a hard the balance to ride where I'm like going to work in a dress shirt, and next thing I know, I'm like shucking boxes across the... Right, you're like, wow, that was yeah. good use of that shirt. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, I try to think sometimes of how my day is going to go, but um, yeah, I, I think I start with one item, really. Yeah. And, yeah, mine definitely changes, too. I feel like, in general... If I'm pretty stoked about like a new item of clothing, then I'm going to base it around that. Or, sure. Like, it's still relatively new. Like if I get like a nice shirt or something, I'm like, okay, what am I going to wear? The jeans or am I going to wear shorts? Kind of, you know, it changes with like the weather as well. And then as along the lines of what Mitch was saying of, you know, I don't know, are we getting a shipment of coffee today? Are we going to be moving a lot of stuff? <laughs> yeah. Is it a, a full on production roasting day? Like mm-hmm. am I, I going to be hot in there? Um, but generally, yeah, I think sometimes... I feel like it's more or less the shirt for me, and then I'll base okay. off of, okay, the jeans, and I only have a couple pairs of, like, shoes that I'm pretty stoked about, so I'll, they generally go with a lot of items. Yep, sure. Um, so then I'll, I'll start with, like, the top. I would say I'm pretty guilty of having the, like, this is my go-to outfit. <laughs> yeah. Too, though. So, yeah. like, and I, I sometimes don't stray enough into, like, the, what if I switch these up so you really got me thinking with right that. you're like, like ah, damn it <laughs> <laughs> uh, i might be that friday night guy i don't know <laughs> and you still look great though yeah. like that's yeah. the thing you still look great it's just that i'm going man like you could do so much more right yeah. yeah even with all my experience like in dressing myself every day for work for like the last 20 years i'm like i still sometimes i'll fall on that oh, i'm just gonna wear that i'll just wear that again fuck it like, this whatever. is a prime example. This like, this this short <laughs> this short and yeah. shirt combination. It's my favorite. Looks great, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's my favorite combination of this shirt and shorts. Like, and yeah. I've, I've worn it different ways, but this is my favorite style. And I'm like, well, that's what you know. Yeah. So I still wear that outfit more often, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you ever do anything based on your like tattoos and stuff, or uh, a little bit, like not you know, like I don't get too crazy on it. Um. Aaron will give me a hard time sometimes. I'll get a little skull heavy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he laughs. He's like, dude, he's like, this has got skulls on it. Do you want it? I'm like, uh, kind of. I mean, kind of do. I'm just waiting for that day you come in and everything is like got skulls on Very it. Very skulled out. Toe, yeah, like, like sugar skulls. Which is, you know, and, and so like to that point, like with the tattoo and stuff, we did a... Uh, Oh, it was our uh, stant launch party. Oh, yeah. So we were, we were having this big like custom fit party and we were doing it and Aaron had uh, got in ties and pocket squares from uh, Fine and Dandy, mm-hmm. a really cool vendor of ours. They do really unique like things. And so obviously I love color and graffiti like by my arm tattoo. Um, he had got this really cool uh, pocket square in for me and it was like the pinup girl. Yeah, it was like, like very 1950s, like tattoo art. Oh, yeah. Like a tattoo Sweet. art, very right? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, in that particular situation, I planned my entire outfit around that coordinating with my arm and that. So, I built a suit, a shirt, you nice. know, yeah. the whole bit. So, yeah, I mean, I do it. It's just depending on the occasion and if I have, find something that really triggers it, you know. Um, so, yeah, and I. And I think we should go ahead and do the whole thing, including Aaron on this. I even know we've talked about another. What is your your guy like your inspiration? Like when you think uh, of like famous yeah. people or otherwise, like dressing inspiration. Yeah. I'll let you go first, where these guys aren't put on the spot because okay, cool. you know yeah. yours. Yeah, 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 you do. know it. 
Um, you know, the re- reality for me, I, and I know they, they, everybody's heard it before, but for you guys, like, basically, like, my, I started in clothes when I was nine. Started loving clothes when I was, like, four years old. Um, and my favorite thing to do was, like, when my mom was getting ready for work, is I would sit down and I would watch Fred Astaire and Ginger Roger videos on TV. Wow. And Fred Astaire, <laughs> you know, I mean, he is, like, the... To me, like my key style icon that I look at because he would do things that most other people wouldn't do. He would wear like a necktie as like a belt, like yeah. tie it into a, you know, around mm-hmm. his belt or whatever and just do weird stuff. And it looked really cool. And it, a lot of it was just about the confidence. And so like I always looked at him. And so like my fourth birthday, my mom's like, what do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, I want a suit. And she's like, oh my God, what? <laughs> I was like, I want a suit. She's like, okay. And so she's like, she's like, I don't know where I'm going to find this kid a suit. I uh, guess I'll go look around. She went to JCPenney and Sears and Bergner's and all that stuff. And she ended up going to, like, this garage sale, and this lady had all of these kids' suits that were my size. Wow. And so I came home from school, and she's like, happy birthday, here you go. And it's this giant box, and I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm like, is it a Nintendo? <laughs> of course. And yeah. I open it, and it's just this box of suits. And I had like Seersucker and like oh, yeah. olive green double breasted suits oh and like pinstripes and plaids. Like I had like 20 suits at like four years old. <laughs> yeah. And I remember there was one summer I was outside playing, and my mom's, our neighbor called my mom, and she's like, Your son's outside in a suit. <laughs> my mom's like, Okay. And she's like, it's like 100 degrees outside. What if you pass out? She's like, I'll pull him back inside, cool him <laughs> off, and send him back out. He wants to wear a suit. Leave the kid alone. Yeah. <laughs> so even in like high school, like my freshman, sophomore year, I was kind of like, you know, cultural appropriating. So I would wear like Sean John and the denim stuff sure. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But then like by my junior, senior year, I was literally wearing a suit to school. That's like cool. I would wear a suit to school almost every day. And everyone's like, why are you wearing a suit? And I'm like. Because I want to leave me alone. Yeah, like, why not? Yeah, I look why good. Why are you wearing a suit, right? You weirdos. So, yeah. So I just I love like classic menswear. So it's like you know guys like Sid Mashburn and and uh, and Yelly and all that stuff. The really classic you know suits and sport coats and ties and all that stuff. I love. I have like five hundred ties. So mm. yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> amazing <laughs> that kind of reminds me just a quick side story of Tristan yeah. when he was like what six yeah and you're like six. he had to have this Harley Davidson leather oh, jacket oh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't I get have, off of it I don't know why it's just yeah. like, I really nobody, wanted a leather jacket nobody could figure out what because no one has a motorcycle this right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm with this guy yeah. yeah he had to have it, it was that's awesome I look damn good in that <laughs> yeah. 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 I loved it I loved it <laughs> I wish I still had it you know yeah memorabilia there you go. <laughs> Harley Davidson jacket. When I was That's awesome. Can either uh, you guys pinpoint a, an inspiration from a guy, like where you're like, that dude's got stuff. I love the way that guy dresses or, you know what I mean, like throughout your life any any, any time? Uh, this one's kind of embarrassing, but I love these. I love these. I'll just say like this no longer applies per se, but, you okay. know, when I, I don't know, when I was like six or seven, I thought Justin Timberlake and NSYNC, his style was just. How like, could you not? He, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. He's still pretty stylish. That dude's style, yeah, and, it's, and yeah. it's changed. His style has changed yeah, from those right. that era. I yeah. wouldn't say his style's bad anymore. It's just like he's no longer my inspiration for it. Right. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time, I was like, wow. You yeah. Know, You're like, I want to be like 
JT. Uh, of course you do. With that ramen noodle haircut. Yeah, yeah. me up. Everybody wanted that, man. That was when a fedora came back in for a minute, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love the fedora. Yeah, you had to like that. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, that dude was. I I was a fan of JT back then, man. I like, like JT. I actually like him more now than I did back then. But yeah, well, I mean, you were in college at that point, right? Yeah, I would have been high school college. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. I was in my teenage years, so it was more of out of a like jealousy dislike. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> totally. Like it wasn't like I was going to meet the dude or anybody ever knew I was going to meet the dude, but like I was like, oh my god, I'm like he's not that hot. Come on, call he's, him yeah, out. You know, like call him out. He's 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 average. <laughs> Dude's pretty funny. funny. <laughs> he's pretty funny. He's pretty attractive. Yeah, dude. Like cool. I can say it now. Yeah. At that time, I was like, no, nah, I can't say that. You know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I definitely had the the blonde yeah. tips. I mean, I, I, I went was, through that whole yeah. era. I went through the whole era. Yeah. I was middle school at that point, so I was yeah. like, oh my god, I loved NSYNC. I sure. still do. I mean, I, you play an NSYNC song, I'll star. You know I it. Care. I know every up. word. I'm like, hell yeah, NSYNC's awesome. I love it. Better than Backstreet Boys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my wife's not here. She she'll yeah, be right. She'll, she'll be, be mad. What'd you say? Where'd you go from? That's great. Uh, no, that's that's great. Yeah, so so little JT. Mm-hmm. Tristan, how about you? Anybody? I don't that... know if I could really like pinpoint anywhere because I, I tend to change styles, you know, depending on my mood. If I really want to like be a more preppy style or want to be more like comfortable, laid back. Um, I don't even know how you would describe some of the um, styles that are a little more eclectic. like grungy or eclectic. Sure, yeah. Combination. <laughs> it really depends. Um, I mean, one person that comes to mind though is like James Corden. Like his, the oh late, yeah, late okay. Show. That's a nice. Yeah. I feel like he's always in like this beautiful suit or like, and it's always like a different style of suit. Whether it's like polka dots or yep. like pinstripe mm-hmm. or like a nice like plum color. I yeah. mean. That's something uh, someone I can think of right now. Sure. Yeah. Um, that's just like, oh man, like you got good style. You, you know, you have like a really nice suit that it's always maybe pushing the limit of yeah. uh, geometric shapes, like with another geometric shape or like circles, mm-hmm. things yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm very much into like old style clothing as well and um, just like, like the double breasted yeah. suits or we had um, talked about tweed. Ascots, we tweed. talked about tweed when you were here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Seersucker. So. I mean, I love Seersucker too. <laughs> so I, I mean, it's, it's hard to pinpoint. I mean, just recognizing good taste and clothing sure. or like mm-hmm. style is something I'll be like, Oh yeah, that person's got a great style or like, right. yeah. you know, that that's one thing that we often have to remind uh, people of. And so I'll take the moment to do it is, you know, the difference between style and fashion. Yeah. You know, fashion yeah. is one thing, and that's that's always going to have its own thing, and it's going to live its own life. But, like, a person can have style that is fashionable, and it can and they can also be not, not in fashion, but it can still look really good on that person. You know what I mean? So that's, I think that's the key thing for guys to remember is that style is yours. Yeah. Like, it is how yeah. you build it, what you want to look like, what you want to represent. It's like you're, you're doing a good window display. You know, like, this is... This is what represents me, you know, like I'm a fun, you know, I do a lot of fun stuff with this or I'm pretty just chilled out, normal, relaxed, you know, which we change that. Right. I mean, we, we have different styles. It's not like we do the same thing every day. We have different personalities, you know, I mean, we, we have a range, so it's fun to do that. So, uh, it was my, it was going to be my, Oh, go ahead. I was say one thing that's been kind of tough. I think even just throughout the years, like I'm a bigger guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of the styles that I might admire or want to go towards, they don't necessarily cater to like my body type, which I think 
with like boutiques and stuff, it's starting to kind of open up a bit more. You're definitely seeing a little bit more of that. But I remember just going to places oh like God, what yeah. this place used to be and being like, I can buy like one item in here. Right. <laughs> and I don't even have to necessarily like it. It's just the only thing. It's the only thing available like, for yeah, me. It's yeah, the yeah, only yeah. thing I can try on. Right. 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 I agree. hundred percent. I can only buy the during cologne. During the formative years <laughs> yeah. when like, if you weren't wearing that brand, oh, you were just wearing it. God, yeah. yeah. The brand who cool. shall not be named. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to name it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, exactly, right? I mean, they, and there's certain size profiles and stuff. It, it definitely is that. Dressing to your style and your body type is a huge huge part of your style so yeah awesome as i said just like to dig into it i i do have a um similar thing as aaron i actually wore a suit to kindergarten my for like one of my oh, first yeah? i wore a brown like full three-piece suit like i was full That's into okay. it um i then i ended up going through my sports years which is a lot of the reason where the name came from is like i'm a big believer in like how you feel about yourself is about how your life and days like your day life week all that like I think if you feel good about yourself, people will feel good about you and, and, yeah. and treat you in a good way. Um, I would say, though, when I got to my high school era, like in, in college, I was definitely into, which it was the probably, I mean, in my opinion, <laughs> the best era of like rap music. Like it was the Dre years and the Snoop well, years. Not and the, wrong, yeah. Right. Yeah, like that's objectively right. And yeah. so that was like. Not, you know, you just don't like Juice World, <laughs> <laughs> Right. And I mean, so those were my dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like. You're seeing these rappers show out in some cool things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, bro, like, yeah. that's me. Like, that's that's who I am, you know. Um, obviously, it's been tweaked over the years, but usually usually fun, bright colors for me. Mm. I'm usually a pretty I want to be seen type of thing, you know. Like, mm. this is kind of how my look was. But, yeah. yeah. I like it. For sure. Um, and I know, yeah, it's getting towards that time. I don't yeah. know. what I don't know if we have a time limit today, but I don't want to keep us too long. Um one, I mean, one other thought I had is kind of from the from the consumer side of things. Do you guys have any? I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but like, what what things are challenges that you're presented with when you're wearing a man trying to find clothing or trying to do? You know what I mean? Like in the like, what could we help with? Like, what could we help with? Because we always ask our listeners. Sometimes we get some input, but. You're right here. So is there anything you wanted to ask Aaron or I from a professional point of view and be like, hey, how do you do this? Anybody? I know it's putting you on the spot. It's more just like there's probably too many things <laughs> in a weird way. Because <laughs> uh, it's kind of like, well, explain to me what style. You know, yeah, it's like, sure. all right, like, we're kind of starting that elemental. But I think what's really helpful about what you guys do is I love that these mannequins around kind of showing like, here's a style option. And I just have the idea at least even if it's sure. not the case that if I asked about this you'd be like well this also works with these pairings kind of like you were talking about with the subscription yeah so I think like that's what's hard about going to a department store where you're like okay I'm here there's lots of options but like it's not cohesive nobody knows anything there no one's gonna help you yeah. you're kind of at the mercy of what sizes are there and then yeah. just also like you're relying on your own idea of what looks good together where it's like Going into a place like this, you definitely get a sense, like, even if you're just like, I'm inspired by that amazing suit right in the background, <laughs> even if it's not necessarily my right, style, your how style. can I work with something like that? And I think, like, that's where the, the um, experience for you guys have might be like, well, this might be a bit flamboyant for you, Mitch, in your style, but try this over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. I think a lot of people want that, and it's tough because you also want to avoid that sort of overly hockey like salesy pitch you know as well so yeah uh, but you've created a nice like relaxed environment in here where i don't think i'd feel that way 
I, that's the main thing for me. I don't like for feeling sure. pressured yeah. into something. And, and I don't like yeah. fake compliments either. It's just kind of <laughs> like, like this. Here's the thing is like, here's the thing is like, in, it, I mean, I think it's the same with you guys over in LaSalle. It's like, we won't sell you anything that doesn't look good on you. Right. Because at the end of the day, if you go somewhere and you're like, they're like, oh, why, where'd you get that? Oh, I got that guy's secret. Oh, I'm not going to shop there. It looks like shit. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, we're just not right? going to do it. But I mean, it's the same. I mean, I'm sure it's the same way with you guys. You're not going to send out a bad cup of coffee. Right. Like, if you knowingly know it is uh, burnt or something, mm-hmm. you're not going to serve that to a customer because then they're, you know, if it's their first experience, it might be their only experience. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. You know, yeah. same situation we deal with, obviously. But yeah, I always like to know, like, what's, you know, because sometimes we get stuck in this world, you know, where totally. we where we are to whatever degree level we know. Like, you know what I mean? We're like, oh, everybody knows this, you know. Like, you know, we were talking about geometric shapes earlier about James Warren. Like, that's a big trend right now. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that. And we've had an episode on this before. And obviously, go back and listen to that if you haven't. But LinkedIn list it down in the description. Aaron will take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but... I mean, an old rule, and, and Aaron is definitely from the classic dress world, but like the old rule in the classic world was, is if you wore a striped shirt, you know, let's just say you're wearing a bangled striped shirt, you definitely were not wearing some sort of pattern tie. You were wearing a solid tie. Same with your suit, probably. Now, I mean, it is rare for me to not have two to three different prints on at a time. Like I'm wearing, you know, a plaid shirt, a striped tie, and then a different plaid jacket. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm very much mixing yeah. of those prints. Which is, it's just new, you know, and, and as I said, sometimes we think, oh, everybody knows you can do that now. Yeah. Right, you know. The only room in the <clears throat> store that doesn't have mixed prints is the tuxedo room because everything has a white shirt. <laughs> right. But, like, if you look at all the other mannequins, every single mannequin has, like, a plaid jacket or, a, or some sort of a jacket with a pattern on it, and then there's a pattern tie. Or, like, the ones on the porch are plaid jackets, plaid shirt, tie that coordinates with it. Like, everything has pattern. I, I yeah. I don't like, you know, guys are so, con- like, worried about, like, mixing patterns and stuff like that. It's kind of like what we talked about earlier. Guys just don't know. They're like, I have no idea what to do. And that's kind of where we kind of step in as we go, it's okay. You, right. you can mix patterns. It's okay. <clears throat> yeah. It's okay. It looks good. Don't <clears throat> worry. Yeah, I mean, it, it always, <laughs> and as I said, it always comes back to the biggest rule ever for me. It's always the same rule is <clears throat> if you feel good about what you're wearing, yeah. you're going to look good. Yep. Like, and, and, and that honestly, for me, it happened years ago, but like, it's, it's just like the mixing of certain colors. Sometimes you're like, those two colors should never be put together. And I will tell you like two colors that probably would have been that way years ago were like Navy and red. You never mm. saw those. But now you think about like Nantucket, that's like a straight up lifestyle out there. Right. Oh, yeah. But, but even here, like I wear Navy and red a lot together and yeah. There's just weird colors. You're like, those don't look good together. You, you in your brain, they don't. But then when you do it, and if you feel good about it, it's awesome. So I, I just, for me, it's hard to find something you can't wear, like, as long as you have the right attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, attitude is the, the key factor for mm-hmm. me and most outfits. Yeah, pretty much. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that the style should extend from different, like, activities as well like one thing yep. that's great in here is okay you've got golf clothes yep but then you got tuxedo the next room there's like that cohesion of like your style doesn't end at formal wear because we're right. a formal wear store right. yeah exactly right. like you can put that in all areas of yeah. your of your life so yeah awesome 
What do you got, bud? Anything? Oh, man. I think we covered pretty much, yeah? pretty much everything. You guys got anything? What do you guys got? Do you, uh, do you okay. find it like hard to meet people halfway when they come into the store of like not really knowing what they want and then like what they want to avoid of finding that middle ground for people? I think that with that, a lot of the times it's guys who don't want to be sold on stuff. Yeah. Like they want to like if they're in here and they're shopping, they're like society has conditioned people to go mm-hmm. when you're like. Hi, how are you? Welcome to That Guy's Secret. Can I help you find anything? Do you have any questions? No, I'm just looking. <laughs> That's the kind of like everybody's conditioned mm. to that. Yeah. But the reality is that, and it's kind of refreshing, is that like we genuinely want to help people. Yeah. You know what I right. mean? And that's kind of like our, our number one thing is customer service. And so it's like, I'm not going to sell you on anything. Like, I just want to help you find something. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So I think that like, Finding finding a lot of it's a lot of it too is like people being open minded. Like if they're right. open minded and they're like, oh yeah, I'm willing to try some stuff out or whatever. Like it's a lot easier. But then if you have you, a lot of times, it's like the older dudes that'll come in here and they're like, I want a white shirt, I want a navy suit, and I want a red tie. It's like, okay, okay. got it. What about this blue shirt? I said I want a white shirt. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, you but, just kind of have to know when to. You know when to fold them, I guess. Can you and, well, yeah, yeah, a little Kenny on there, a little Kenny. Uh, I, I was going to piggyback on there. You almost got me on a sidetrack. <laughs> but no, I, I think a lot of it. I think you kind of touched on it. Is the simple disarming. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> getting people to feel comfortable, like, and realizing that. And I mean, I get it that a lot of people say it, but I mean, we truly mean it. We're like, we're really not a sales. Like, it's more of a solution based business. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. The majority of the time, like, obviously, there's people that are just looking lose or whatever. They're just looking to look, and they're not really trying to purchase anything. But most of our guys that come in, it, it is for an occasion, right? Yeah. Like, and not to be, you know, like, gender pro-type, you know, stereotype or anything, but, like, most guys are not out just shopping to shop. Now, obviously, some are, but they're not just shopping to shop. They're usually out because, hey, my wife told me I needed to, or my buddy's got this. We got an event to go to. Like, whatever it is, like, mm-hmm. there's a reason I need a new shirt or a new pair of pants. Like, my last pair ripped. I need something because they don't fit. <laughs> whatever the reason is, they're not out just like, oh, wow, this looks really cool. I'm going to figure out a reason to wear this later. I mean, now there is a percentage it is. But the reality of it is most of them come in here, they really do need something. Yeah. So we approach that situation of like, what's your problem? And can I provide you with a solution? Mm. If I can, cool. I'm going to provide it with, if I can't, I'm going to tell you where to go. Like, you know what I mean? Check this joint out. Check that joint out. You know what I mean? Like, because the reality of it is we just want guys to be happy in their clothes. You know, it's it's really what we want. I find that a little bit, even just in coffee shops now, there's people come in like, I only need dark roast. Right. We're just like... Well, you're missing out on so much, yeah. so yeah. much yeah. other stuff, yeah. right? You know, like just hey, just try this, or they have the wrong idea that like strong, like dark roast coffee means it's stronger, mm-hmm. and it's like no, that's really comes down to extraction ratios and how you're grinding your coffee and what, you know, like there's no, <laughs> there's a whole no, science, guys. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. Right? <laughs> like we, yeah. there's a whole new understanding of what good coffee, quote unquote, tastes like. Yeah, yeah, and um, it has a lot to do with just like all the research and stuff that's gone into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find that quite amazing, and honestly, I'm glad you circled us back to coffee because I did want to get back to it. Um, well, we talked about it. Coffee and, episode. Well, it is a talk coffee episode. Coffee. Let's talk about coffee. We've talked about we've talked about clothes enough. Uh, <laughs> but so, as I said at the top of the hour, we've partnered together. You know, we we've 
we've got some uh, projects going. You guys are roasting us a special blend. And did we is did we get the label figured out? Are we settled? Yeah, oh, the name? What's the name? Yeah. What, what's it's, the so it's the refined grind. The refined grind. I oh, love that yeah, name, yeah. right? The yeah. refined grind. Um, but I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about what it is. If you, you give us some notes, give us some stuff, give us a little preview of what it's uh, what it's going to taste like. What's going to be in there? Well, you know, similar to what you guys do. You know, we consult our clients on what they're looking for in the flavor, and you guys had the you know the opportunity to come over and work with us and create that blend, but. Uh, we try to create these um, blends for our clients that will suit their needs. And there's we have 20 different coffees that we work with. So coming up with that perfect concoction can, can be a little challenging. But I'll let Tristan talk about what we've done specifically for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, blended three different coffees together to really curate a nice, sweet, medium body um, coffee that has a lot of, like, black currant notes to it, some baker's chocolate. Um, so you get, like, a really balanced cup of um you know, what you're looking for in a cup of something that is going to be very nice to drink, an all-day drinker. Um, someone who likes to put cream and sugar in there is also a great coffee to choose. So um, we really wanted to balance all of those key ingredients to uh, create this beautiful cup of coffee. Um, yeah. Just like I'll just add quickly, too. Yeah. We wanted to make sure that all brew methods it'll taste great for, too. I mean, totally. one of the things we, you guys expressed interest in is you like iced coffee and cold brew, that kind of yeah. thing. So we wanted to select a blend that also kind of catered to your, your clients that like that type of brewing as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was quite an experience. I know I really enjoyed yeah, it, it last cool. week. We went over there and, and, and kind of to the point you said a minute ago, like, and I find myself and I probably am a medium, a medium roast, you know, I, I'm not really much of a, I mean, I dark is just not, it's kind of bitter sometimes to me or whatever, but, um, we kind of went through the process and we kind of ended up on a, on a blend that honestly did surprise me a little bit. I really love it. Uh, I've been drinking it all week because I have to say yeah. I got a bag of it. I've been enjoying it all week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it really, it does hold up all well all day. Like if you like it piping hot in yeah. the morning or if you're, if it cools off a little bit, still has a different taste, but a great taste to it. So it was really great. And I really do appreciate you guys taking the time to do that with us. Um, excited to see it on our shelves this yeah, this holiday too. season and stuff coming up here in the next uh well actually by by the time this airs i'm sure we'll have it in store honestly yeah um yeah. which will be great so i'm really really truly excited to partner with you guys i think it's awesome Likewise. you guys are doing a yeah. great job over there and uh you know as i said i i think it's going to be a cool partnership for us yeah so yeah i'm excited about this sort of non-traditional partnership where you know you're taking people who curate things for certain people and we're doing the same thing yeah so, yeah yeah It'll be it'll be a fun little little ride we're on. So, <laughs> uh, remind everybody where your uh, yeah. our listeners where your locations are, real quick. So we have two locations in the Peoria area. So our flagship location is on North Knoxville, kind of in the north side of Peoria. We're in a Keller Station development, so we've taken over an old blacksmith shop and converted oh, it into a coffee shop. That's awesome. We also have that's our production cool. roasting facility out there, as well as our cocktail bar called The Missing Zither. So we have a little bit of a campus on our north, lo- north location, and we also have a location in downtown Peoria, which is more of an in-and-out type of shop for the, the busy business person. So Yeah, <laughs> sure. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. And cool. we, of course, have our online uh, subscription services, and you can find us at cxt.coffee. Perfect. Yeah, I will link everything down below. And you got some social media accounts, I'm sure, as well, right? Yep. We'll, Everything's we'll... at CXT Coffee for us. So perfect. perfect. Okay. Anything else? Uh 
No, I mean, aside from saying thanks to you guys for making it over this morning, yeah. I really do appreciate it. I appreciate the coffee, obviously, yeah. of course, yeah, gets me going in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually helping me delightfully today. So I was, I was struggling this morning, so I didn't need it. Um, but yeah, so, you know, thank you again. And uh, I know next month or something, you got a, got a wedding yourself coming up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which I might add Cheers was to that. an amazing that. hospitality experience coming in and <laughs> Good, getting glad, sized yeah. up for even like a rehearsal dinner outfit. <laughs> I mean, it was an amazing experience, and I've been telling people about it as well. Oh, well, yeah, we appreciate that, that, man. Thank we you. appreciate it so much. As I said, I'm sure we're going to do a lot of business together. So, yeah. Yeah. My final question is, can you yeah. fix this? <laughs> All the time, yeah. man. We can help you. Yeah, no absolutely. problem. We got so many There's things. not much to fix. There's, you're ready to go. You're ready you need, to go. All you it. need is whenever you want clothes, we got you sorted out. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Style Sessions. Tune in next week for another episode. Find us on social media and look for everything down in the description. Have a good day. Cheers. Cheers.